Good evening, good evening, good evening, everybody. This is Pastor Jay with Anointed Radio. And we're going to go out and get started in normal fashion. And we're going to come out of Luke 6 and 31, where it says, Do to others as you would have them do to you. You have to realize that in this world, the only way you're going to get ahead is if you treat people the way you want to be treated. It's a key to success. It's a key to keeping your peace. It's a key for good things to come your way when you treat people the way you want to be treated. Meaning that cutting people off, doing people wrong because they did you wrong. Guess what? We all have downfalls. You have to be the difference. If you don't see the change, you got to be the change. Amen. Amen. Let's go into prayer. Devil, Father God, we just thank you right now, God. God, we ask you to just be in the midst of everything be able to touch everybody under the sound of my voice, to be able to see you, to hear you, to be able to experience you, God. God, be able to bless them from the top of their head to the soles of their feet, God. Let something tonight be said that they could be able to strive from, to be able to learn from, and have a new revelation of what is to come for them, God. God, plant a seed to be able to touch somebody that has not known you, God, so they can say, what can I do to be saved? God, let's be able to reach the unreachable, teach the unteachable, and even soften the hardest hearts of people so that they can hear about you, God. God, just enlarge the territory of anointed radio, be able to really just bring us out into a new atmosphere, a new level, bring greatness, bring expansion, bring overflow, God. We ask you all that in Jesus' precious name. We say that, amen. Amen, amen, amen. This is Pastor Jay, and like always, I got something to say. You can find me at Anointed Jaylon on Instagram and Twitter. You can also follow me on Clubhouse at um, what is it called? Um, Clubhouse at Jay Calhoun, or I think Anointed Jaylon. One of them. Uh, I'm on Clubhouse, y'all. Look me up, and um, you can get all my songs on all digital platforms. Whereas Jesus, you make me happy, renew my praise. My team rep, Jesus, which we just ranked on a radio station, um, 15. So amen to that. And you could be able to um, see the music video for my team rep, Jesus, and renew my praise on Vivo. So make sure you go out there, share, like, and support your boy, Pastor Jay, y'all. And we got a lot of great things coming in the works. We have, um, make sure you follow um, Chris Johnson. Sing Chris J is all his social media handles. He does graphic arts and congratulations to him and his new career that he just got. Um, make sure you follow DW with the DW experience where he is um, coming up with some great things for independent artists. So make sure you keep your ears to the ground. Check out Chiquita Andrews with um, the book that she wrote. She's I know she's in the midst of writing another one. So excuse me for trying to get all my brains out, get all every, get everything out there. You know what I'm saying? So make sure you follow her at Chiquita Andrews on all social media platforms and make sure you check out Las Vegas favorite auntie, Dr. Marvinetta Clay on all social media platforms at Clay Marvinetta or go to our website at Dr. Marvinetta Clay or worship forever one. And we have our newest team member, Boss Barbie, make sure everybody um, you to follow her on all her social media platforms. Um, and we'll, while she works on her technical difficulties, 
uh, we'll, we're gonna go ahead and go into a music break, y'all. But if you didn't see, I want y'all, I want y'all opinion. You know, uh, Bill Cosby just got out. How y'all feel about that? I know it's it's mixed. I've I've seen the crowd. The crowd is mixed. So I wonder how y'all feel about that. Just if in the comments, go ahead and tell us how you're feeling while we're going to our music break. And while we're in the music break, jam out. Make sure you share, like, subscribe, follow us on social media at LV Anoint Radio on all social media platforms. Make sure you um, check us out on our podcast on all of our podcast platforms. And make sure that you follow us here on Facebook and on our page. Amen. 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 So we're going to go ahead and we're going to bring up Miracle Worker because God is a miracle worker. Amen. We're going to see you guys in a minute. Signs and wonders, believe in your power. We believe in your power. You're the God of miracles. Signs and wonders, believe in your power. Lord, we believe in your power. You're the God of miracles. Signs and wonders. We believe in the power. We believe in your power. You're the God of miracles. Signs and wonders. And we believe in your power. We believe in your power. Supernatural. You've got the power. You're a miracle worker. Come on, somebody open up your mouth and declare that tonight. You're a miracle worker. Come on, anybody believe that in this place? Sing, you're a miracle worker. You are a miracle in Jesus. Sing, you're a miracle worker. Give a praise in hell. 
see you, Paul. I see you. Heaven and earth adore. What a mighty God. We serve the 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 mighty God. Sometimes life will throw a curveball and 
make it hard to understand now why do bad things happen to good people something no one can explain but i've learned to trust and never doubt your love will never change he's good all the time and all the time god is good
back y'all we're back we're back hey man we are back i don't know what that was but we rebuked that in the name of jesus so we have boss barbie that's going to go ahead and give us our sports segment of the las vegas sports yeah, so this past week I had the pleasure of enjoying um, the Las Vegas Knights play in Game 5 and Game 6 against the Montreal Canadiens. Unfortunately, they lost both of those games and they are eliminated from the Stanley Cup playoffs. Um, but, you know, they had a tough fight and um, they had a lot of expectations going for them. Um, a lot of people picked them as favorites to win it. And unfortunately, they didn't live up to those expectations. But I look forward to seeing them bounce back real strong next year. And um, aside from them, I got to see the Aces in action who split their two games that I actually saw. On Friday, they played uh, the Minnesota Lynx and they lost in overtime. And on Sunday, they played the Seattle Storm, which they won in overtime. And the story of those two games were two tales. Uh, one game, you know, the game that they lost, they were being um, out-rebounded, out-hustled. They had some key turnovers that really cost them the game. And then on Sunday, you know, the same thing was happening, but they made sure in the clutch moments to, you know, buckle down, grab those rebounds, and take care of the ball. And uh, Chelsea Gray, Kelsey Plum, all those girls really stepped up uh, big in the in the big moments for them. And it was a great game to watch and a great win for the city. Amen. And that is your Las Vegas updates, y'all. Good job, boss. Bar <laughs> did her thing, y'all. Did her thing. And 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 we will. Uh, today's kind of unorthodox show. We had to kind of restart and all that good stuff. But um, you will continue to hear about Las Vegas sports. I can't wait to hear her cover um, football season, which she has oh, yeah. some interesting views on that for sure. <laughs> uh, hopefully, she doesn't get fired uh, during that time frame. Amen. So, with that being said, um, we were talking about a topic that I really believe is deep 
that I, I wanted to kind of just bring to the floor. And that topic is treating people the way that you want to be treated. I think that's a very big topic that a lot of people don't like touching due to either pride or ego. So I wanted to just say, was there a time where you felt like you didn't want to do that? And I'm open that floor up to Dr. Clay or Boss Barbie. Was there a time where you felt like you did not want to treat people um, the way that you wanted to be treated? Because maybe at that time you was in self-destruction mode, whatever. Have you ever felt like you had that in your time? Well, I can say that I have, um, you know, especially when you are in, um, when you're in a place of, of, when you're in a place of just being all about you and ain't caring about nobody else. Cause you know, sometimes we can get like that. And so, um, yeah, I was at, at that place where I could care less what, you know, how anybody would try to treat me at that, at that time. But I know better now because um, even though you treat people as best as you can, that does not mean it's going to be reciprocated back to you, period. You know, um, and I know that. But because I want to make sure that I'm doing what's right, it's all about what I do right. And, and if they do it, they do it. If they don't, they don't. They got to deal with that, not me. But at one time, yeah, I just didn't care about um, thinking about people's feelings uh, because of where I was at, the place I was in, my mindset that I was in, the circumstance I was in, the surrounding that I was in. I really didn't care at the time, you know, because at that time it was just about what I was dealing with and what I was going through. And uh, folks had their opinion about me and they had their opinion about the things that was going on with me. And at that point, I really didn't care because all I knew that I was in a situation that I wanted to come out of. And I didn't care about anybody else at that time. I really didn't. Uh, but sometimes we get like that. You know, we get like that. So. Well, I, 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 let's let's go to go to the text, which. I feel like this is something that's really deep. When you go into Luke chapter 6, 30 and 32, where it says, give to everyone who asks. And if anyone takes what belongs to you, do not demand it back. Do, do to others as you would want them to do to you. 32 says, if you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. Hmm. So it's to me, when I look at that text, it, a lot of it makes me think about character. If you treat people the way that they treat you, you know better than them. Mm -hmm. That goes into the whole thing where I feel like that's why I say a lot of times that being petty is a, is a demonic spirit because it's the eye for an eye. It's, oh, they did me wrong. So I'm going to do them wrong. But a lot of times you start being on a mode where you start doing other people wrong that have never done you wrong because you get into a selfish mode because a lot of times like Dr. Clay, how you said you start feeling like it's all about me selfish. I don't care about what people feel. I don't care yep. about how people think I'm going to care about me and I'm going to use people that I'm going to use. I'm going to treat people bad the way I want to. And we've probably all had our own selfish moments where we got what we wanted in that moment, no matter what it was. And we didn't care less of how it was. But then I think the deep part about it is when it's reciprocated. 
See, when it's reciprocated and now people are treating you that way, I feel that a lot of times we do not know how to handle it. And that's true. We don't. Because, you know, it's easy to put out, but it's not easy to get to deal with it when it comes back at you. Well, it just goes into the point of you thinking about being in someone else's shoes. So it's, it's, it's two-sided. If you think about how treat people the way you want to be treated, meaning that if you were ever down and out in that moment, cussing people out, doing people wrong, how would you want people to see you and treat you during that time? Would you want people to say, oh, he's a lost cause. She's a lost cause. Or would you want to be like, no, nah, something's wrong. They really going through something and actually be a support system for them, which I feel like a lot of people choose not to do that because it takes work. It takes a whole lot of humility and you can't have pride in that process because pride will totally take you out of being helpful to that person in that moment. But you, I, I feel like when you think of that scripture, do to people as you will have them do to you, you should think about yourself being in those shoes. If I was homeless, would I want people to just walk by me? Not at all. If I, was, if I was hungry, would I want to just act like I don't see them and not feed them? If I was struggling with, you know, whatever I'm struggling with, would I want to have people just write me off? I think that's the most emptiest feeling you can have is for somebody to write you off just because they don't like what you're doing. They don't like what you're saying. They don't agree with how you're doing a situation in that season because everybody doesn't stay in that moment. Well, it is an empty moment. I've been there before, you know, uh, people have written me off um, the situation that was going on in my life some years ago. And folks that said that, you know, it was truly there in your corner and you have done, you know, you treated them nice. You you've um, uh, encouraged them when they was down. You was there for them when they was going through. And then when you went through, they weren't there. All they did was talk about you, turn their back on you, and they joined the rest of the crowd. And so, yeah, you know, it, it's, it's a sad place to be in, but it does happen. Folks don't, are not going to always treat you the way you treat them. They're not going to always be there for you like you be there for them. They're not going to always have something to give to you or even a kind word to say. Even though you do that, they're not going to always do that. And it's sad, but it is the truth, and it happens. It really does happen. So, you know... Um, it's a hurtful piece, you know, when you're there. And yes, you know, we all are Christ-like. We all say we love God and we all supposed to be living this life the way we're supposed to be living it. But some people just do what they do and they do not take that scripture and do unto others as they have them do what they just don't, you know, so. Because, you know, to go into it, I really think it's deep. When Jesus came, he said, "Out of all, I give you the, the two greatest commandments. Love God with all thy heart, mind, and soul, and love thy neighbor mm -hmm. as you love like yourself. And I feel like a lot of things that pop up with that is this. Um, when it comes to loving, first of all, a lot of people don't love themselves. Mm -hmm. That's why they call it, because misery loves company. If you are disappointed in yourself, you're not going to, first of all, treat people with love. You're not going to even know. And some people don't even know what love is. Love, they, they think love is a emotion or getting something or um, a physical act. 
when it's truly somebody showing an action of consistency, of care, of making sure that you are okay, to make sure that as an overall, you are going to be okay. Just like Jesus does with us. No matter how much we mess up, no matter how much we stray away, no matter how much we don't do what we're supposed to do, he has not left us out to dry. Even if people, I tell people all the time, you get mercy blessings. Because people be like, well, I never go to church. Well, I, I, uh, I'm I, a good person. I try to be a good person. That's a mercy blessing because of that. That's cool. But the things that God really have in store for you, you haven't even touched yet because you can't get over the kindergarten rules of be nice, treat people right. Don't do ugly things to people just because they do it to you because that that shows their character, but it doesn't show your character. And when it comes down in this Christian walk, I always hear all the time, do not be weary of doing uh, a well-doing because it gets tiring as a pastor, as a Christian, as an evangelist or whatever title you want. But guess what? Let's take titles away. As a Christian, it gets tiring being the better person. It gets tiring always have to forgive somebody. It gets tiring. But God, but look around at what God has blessed you for being the difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amen. I mean, honestly, Pastor Jay, like you hit it right on the nose. Like uh, you speak directly to me whenever I get on this show. And for the past seven years, my character has been tested. And, you know, I have been on the short end of the stick countless of times and I have not let it change who I am. I don't let it change how I treat people because I have seen the blessings that have come to me for the good heart that I truly have like for anybody whether I know you whether I don't know you you know I still give you a smile I'm still giving encouraging words you know or whatever the case may be and um I I really truly believe that you know when you're good to other people whether they're good back to you or not good still comes to you for 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 trying for trying you know and uh you know the whole forgive and forget you know I still struggle with that a little bit, but, you know, it doesn't change how I treat other people. It's not changing who I am. It's not changing my heart. Um, Do I hold some type of grudges or vendettas? Kind of, but I'm learning to let that go as well because it's too much, too much love in my heart and too many people out here that is accepting and willing to, you know, give that same love back to me. Well, one thing I, I I first learned in this, and this is going to free somebody out there, is that the if you're the people you expect to be in your corner will not. Nope. But the okay. people that you never expect to be in your corner will be a ride or die. Once you get that concept, you're going to get it, it'll get better. The second thing is this: when the scripture was talking about even sinners love those who love them, we can't act like them because we make generational curses and families have been plagued of generational curses due to grudges, due to unforgiveness, due to um, uncommunication of not being able to communicate truly of what is happening in their life. It's, it's more about, okay, I have had this issue with this person. And it says in the Bible, if you have a, a, a wrong with a person, go to your brother or your sister and correct that wrong. And if they don't, figure it out, bring somebody with you 
not not Kiki and them that's ready to go fight, mm -hmm. not Jamal and them that's ready to shoot. I mean, go bring somebody that could pray with y'all, that could actually mediate the situation. And then if that doesn't work, leave it alone because God got to plant the seed and it's no longer on you. But when you hold that stuff, you're holding in all this toxic issues and, and drama, and then it makes a spiritual dementia. What is a spiritual dementia? It means that no matter how much time has gone by, you still feel like in that moment. That's why you see most people that have gone through trauma and they have not let it go and fought those those issues and face the man in the mirror. They start indulging in alcohol. They start indulging in sexual acts. They start indulging into smoking because it's trying to fill a void, a void of something that they're, they feel like they're missing. But the main thing is, though, when those things happen, you're supposed to treat people the way you want to be treated. You're like, you know what? I don't understand why you did that to me. How, why you treated me this way? Because I would have never did that to you. But I'm going to mm -hmm. give you to God because the Bible says, do not touch my anointed. And the battle is not yours. It's the Lord's. Mm -hmm. So when you give it to God, they will have to come back and say, sorry. They will get some get right and be like, man, there's, I, I ain't been right since the last time we talked, I got it. You know what? I apologize. And you will have a peace where you'll forget it. Because when you hold something, I'm going to be real with everybody listening to me. When you hold on to grudges and forgiveness, it's, it's your formal way of trying to feel like you're holding a power. I hold a power because I haven't let it go. And I haven't did this yet to, to fully let you go and what you did to me. So you always feel like you doing some type of power struggle because that person, every time you see him, you still get angry. Every time mm -hmm. you see the person, you still tremble. Every time you see the person, you still get emotional. That's they, the power ain't for you. The power is with them and they don't even know they got the power to, in the first place. Most people has done somebody wrong and did not treat people the way that they wanted to be treated because of, first of all, selfishness, pride, and ego. Don't even know you're struggling. And what's wrong with black folks? I'm going to say, well, black folks, because I've only been black all my life, is this. We sweep stuff under the rug instead of addressing things. Mm -hmm. that. And instead of addressing the things that have been happening, we'd be like, well, you know, no. Nah. Because then when you blow up, people call you crazy. Mm -hmm. And it's because you haven't dealt with those things that have been bothering you. Mm -hmm. So yeah. God really wants people. To get to a point where you could forgive them, not forget what you went through, because that's wisdom of knowing the knowledge of what you should not do. If God told you to say no, don't keep saying yes, because you're like, well, I forgave them, so I'm going to just fall for the same thing. No, God gave you a mind to say, you know, I can't do that. Mm -hmm. Or no, we're not on that level to do that. But you shouldn't have a grudge, because I'm going to be honest with you, if anybody gets held back just because... You get to the gates and, and he's like, I was going to let you in, but how can I forgive you when you can't even forgive your brothers and sisters before you died? And yeah, you know that's, that's, that's a stopping point right there. That is a stopping point because he's, he, I mean, it's, it's, it's evident that, I mean, he forgave us. So what makes you any better where you can't forgive somebody else? You know what I'm saying? Um, 
if if Jesus hadn't died for on, on the cross for our sins, we wouldn't have been forgiven anyway. First of all, and so it's uh, it's it's for us to forgive our brothers and our sisters. Now, yeah, there's a memory gonna come with everything that you go through. There's a memory. It's, it's gonna always be a memory, no matter how you look at it. Now it's up to you on what you do with that memory. Are you going to let it continue to plague you? Are you going to let it to fester? Are you going to let it to overtake you? Or are you going to take control of it and allow it not to be the negative point that it was meant to be? See, we, we got so much control that God has given us, and it's up to us to, to do with those those negative entities. I know for myself, I, I, I prefer not to even allow the negativity to hold me down. Because if I got a situation, I'm like now to a point where I need to address it in a good manner, in decency and order. That's what it says. That's what the Bible says. You know, you do things in decency and in order. So I'm going to at least say what I have to say. We'll talk about it and, and move on. And if forgiveness is there, we'll forgive and keep moving on. It's to a point now. It's not trying to, you, you know, life is life. There's a lot of heartaches that come with it, but there's a lot of joy that God wants us to have. There's a lot of peace that God wants us to have. And he wants that for us. And the only reason why we don't have it is because we're steady trying to hold on to stuff. And so it's, it's, it really behooves us to allow ourselves to be uh, to let go and to release, to let go and release those things that were, um, you know, that was troubling us because we're going to have troubles. He said we have troubles on every side. You know, we're going to have joy. We're going to have pain. You know, he didn't say that this world was going to be easy or this walk was going to be easy. None of that. But there are rules that God has put for us to follow. And it's really up to us to follow it. He is not forcing us to do it. He's he's given us free will to do it. And so it, and, and, and I find out now as I get older and as I get more mature and as I get a little more younger in wisdom, because I don't like saying older in wisdom, <laughs> as I get more younger in wisdom, I'm finding out now it's better to do right. It's better to strive to do right. It's better to want to do right because there's so much that God has for us. And all we got to do is just just do what he asks us to do. Now, of course, say the course. That's it. You know, I won't say it's easy. No, I won't say that. But what I will say, if you continue to put put the effort and if you continue to strive and you continue to do things will get better things will your load will get lighter you'll start seeing things more clearer and you'll also start being able to see the blessings of god you know he said he the blessings of the lord make it rich and addeth no sorrow so if god is blessing us as mighty as he's saying that he he will do and he can do why are you sad why are you holding on to things and why are you not you know following that blueprint that god has has laid before us you know like he said love is is the main thing and if you ain't got love you ain't got god that's it you know when i let go of all that negative energy that i was holding on to for people doing me wrong and i'm letting them do me wrong i had that conversation i addressed it and then i let it go and i literally and instantly felt the difference in my mm -hmm. whole entire body being in spirit like my I, i've never felt like this in my life i've never felt so positive like like i can do anything like i'm literally at the top of my peak like i i really feel like i can accomplish anything because mm -hmm. of the fact that i let go of all that negative i i don't care 
care if you did me wrong because I'm moving past it and I'm moving forward and that is beneath me and all it's doing is rising me up. You, What you did to me is now beneath me and it's, a, it's just a stepping stone for me to get to where I'm ultimately trying to be and that's closer to God and that's just doing what he wants me to do. It's just that simple. Mm-hmm. Well, I could, I could definitely say because some I heard somebody out there in the audience heard them out there that thinking this. Well, then why did I go through it? Because humans have free will, mm-hmm. and sin has ripples. If you get in a car and you drunk and you drive and you kill somebody, that wasn't because God ordained it. It was because you made an action. And you killed somebody. It, it, it's happened. Cain and Abel. God loved Abel. But they had free will. God didn't want to make us robots. You got free will to choose. If you want to mm-hmm. serve God or not. Mm-hmm. That's how much love he got for you. He's like, no, I don't want to force you to love me. I want you to learn to love me so that you can see my ways. And so you can see that I'm not here just to, to tell you what to do, that I actually care for your well-being. I, I care. You know, it's just kind of like if if you got to force somebody to love you. Hmm. Force somebody to support, to, to support you. <laughs> that's, that's horrible. And, it is horrible. And, and that's and, and if you wouldn't like that, just think God didn't want us to be forced to do it, meaning that, yes, we have free will to do what we want to do. But does that mean it don't have consequences? It has consequences. Mm-hmm. Everything. And when you don't let things go and you don't forgive, you're telling God that you don't believe he can heal you. That part. I'm healed, baby. I'm trying to tell y'all. <laughs> I'm trying because, to tell y'all. Because Jesus just wants people to know that no matter what you've been through, and he's been through the worst. He didn't even do nothing. First of all, right. if you look at the story of Jesus, he had the whole FBI, the, the church folk, the army, the government, and everybody just because he went to go heal people, save people, and and, and actually bring people out of their situations. How many times have you healed, <laughs> helped somebody, gave them situation, and, and you did Christ-like things, and you got condemned for it? It's not. It's not a glorious life to be a Christian. It's not a glorious life being a follower of God. And Jesus, if Jesus went through it, why wouldn't you go through it? If he had to suffer, and you have repercussions that most of the time you're suffering because of your own personal choices. Not because of, of of Jesus, because you did what you wanted to do in that moment, and you chose your decision, and you went from there. Everything has a, a reaction to your actions. So true. So I, I, treating people the way you want to be treated. I'm going to just simply say it like this. Um, we talked about Bill Cosby earlier, and I wanted to say this. If you was on the other shoes... And nobody knew the facts, but they already condemned you. How would you feel? Not good. Because last time I checked, I don't know nothing about nothing of what he did. The only person that know who he did was the, the people and God and himself. That's it. We can't just That's jump it. on the board because if they could do, because I always look at it like this. If they could do that to him, they could do that to me. Mm-hmm. They could but do here's that the thing. Anybody. There's, there's always two sides to everything. Facts. And people always lean to 
get on the side of what they don't know and they think they know. Oh, Jesus. Speak. That part. You know, because you don't know the whole story. You don't know who did what. You don't know how that situation went. You don't know who did, who who committed what. Nobody knows that. Uh, uh, only those that was involved and those that was around. That's it. You know, you can make assumption. You can make your own critical thinking of it. You can do all of that. But you don't know what the truth of the matter is unless you was there and you have the actual evidence in front of you that says this is what happened. But if you don't have it, shut up. You know, I'm just saying. (laughs) Well, you know, I I give a perfect example of a personal testimony of my own. um, In church, I, I was a teenager. And this happened in church, church folks. This ain't even outside people. I've had outside people, but this, it wasn't as dramatic as the church. Um, when I was going to a church, it was that I got accused of something that I did not do hmm. because the person that accused me of doing something was mad at me. Hmm. Sad. And the church and the parents all believed it. Mm-hmm. With no proof. Mm-hmm. I know how to be wrongly accused, which it says in the Bible not to be a false witness. Just want everybody to know that because when they did that to me, I said, whoa, y'all are sinning right now. Y'all don't know that, right? Y- y'all being fa- false witnesses and gossiping, which is sinning too, mm-hmm. about something that's not even true. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't sit and just jump on every board and be like, oh, no, that person did it. I don't know what yeah. they did. All I could be accountable for is what I do and what I've what I've been through. And I think that that's where the culture is going. Everybody is a deflector. What is a deflector? A deflector is, oh, I'm gonna talk about everybody and I'm gonna judge everybody except myself. Yep. And that's why so many people are lost because they can't even give the same criticism to themselves due to they're so worried about. Everybody else. My grandfather said this perfect phrase. If you, if you, let me put, break it down. Like he said, take care of you is a 24 hour job. As soon as you start worrying about somebody else, you're not doing your job. Hmm. You're losing yourself. So there's a whole lot of people so worried about what somebody else is doing, but doing the same thing, but just ain't been caught. Mm-hmm. We all fall short of the glory. Pastors, preachers, teachers, Christians, Muslims, I, uh, uh, Black Israelites, Hebrew—we all, everybody. I don't care if it's with a religious title. If you're in the secular world, with just oh, the people that talk about the world and energies and rocks. Everybody, no matter creed, religion, race, or gender, have fallen short somewhere. Well, you're going to. Ain't nobody perfect. Nobody. So with that being said, you cannot let people get you into some stuff that you will bear false witness because you're going to sin. That's sinning. You're lying about somebody. You're talking about somebody. I know that this the media, which we're on, hello, social media, um, have made it popular Mm -hmm. for us to, to, you know, play telephone and and gossip and all that but that doesn't mean it's right because it's it's cool until you're in front of it mm-hmm. then it's a whole different story exactly 
um, if you switch to the judicial side of that whole thing, you know, we see a lot of black people being falsely accused of crimes and, you know, ultimately being convicted of them. Whereas, you know, the person who actually committed the crime is still walking around free out here, you know? So, you know, for a lot of people to, to be just jumping to the side of, you know, yeah, like just literally judging off of what people say mm -hmm. and everything and not really knowing all the facts, like, that doesn't make them any better than the judicial system because that's what the judicial system does to black people every day. They charge us for crimes that we did not commit. They put a stigma around all of us, whether we are in court or not in court. Someday we will have our day in court and we will have to deal with the stigma that every other black person in the world has been placed on them and it'll be placed on us and we haven't even done anything wrong, but mm -hmm. we still got to be tried as if we are a criminal. Well, <laughs> I'm going to tell you straight like that. Jesus was tried for something he didn't do. Exactly. So true. And, and I'm going to give you a perfect example. I'm going to give you a perfect example. Let's talk about OJ, y'all. OJ, if OJ watched <laughs> this, I just want you to know, shout out Galeo High and, and Fillmore and all the San Francisco, all that. But everybody talked about OJ, right? They talk about him almost every five years, right? So if if you're a reader, you become a leader. I want y'all to remember that. Readers are leaders. Because if you look at the case, which a lot of people talk about stuff in the buzz, but they don't ever follow the whole case because the cases take years. So the O.J. Simpson and Nicole Simpson case, if a lot of people do not know this, you're going to know now. Um, they tried O.J. He got off. But everybody still to this day talk about OJ did it, right? Yep. But sure. if you look up a man named Glenn Edward Rogers, known mm -hmm. as the cross country killer, yeah. Casanova killer, and on Wikipedia called the Nicole Brown Simpson killer, was apprehended in 1995 in relations of killing multiple women, including Nicole Brown Simpson. But we talk about each other doing and accuse each other for stuff. And it's proven right there that OJ didn't do it. But for years, he had to hear. His kids had to hear. His grandkids had to hear about how they made their dad, their grandfather, the murderer of their grandmother. And didn't do it. And, and ultimately, they still it. punished him for that, uh, for selling his own memorabilia. They threw him yeah. in jail for like two, three years or something. Yeah. Like he basically went to jail for that murder. Like they had to do something. They got him for they got him for that. Well, he was he was guilty for that one. I can't. He, he, <laughs> he went into Palace Station and he he held people at gunpoint to take his memorabilia back. You could have just bought back or made a duplicate. There's a difference on that. I can't. I cannot defend that one. I'm not with you with that. No, no, he, he, yeah, he made. He had a bad choice. He made a bad choice. But if I'm, I'm with her. It's like you know. Yeah, they. Still they try to find something, even though they cut right. them off. That's. Exactly. I do agree with that. And exactly. that's the thing that we have to get to the point of understanding. There's enough people that's going to doubt you and crucify you, and especially I'm going back to Christians now. We got to stop doing it to ourselves. Like, you no, know, the outside world don't got to do it because the, the people on the inside is already doing it. Mm. We got to take a, our own personal account of saying, like, if I did not want go, going back full circle, treat people the way you want to be treated. If I didn't want that to happen to me, I'm not going to do that to nobody. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. I don't care what it goes. I don't care if if I'm in my feelings. I'm going to have to remember by thinking if I was in those other shoes, you should always stop, breathe, think and say, if I was that person, how would I want to be treated? Got you. And that should change your whole mindset because it's very hard to be mad at somebody that you pray for. That's why Job got his double blessing in the midst of being mad at his friends, his wife and all this stuff. While he was suffering in pain, lost all his money, lost his kids. He still had enough strength to pray for them. And that's when God said, you got it. Bam. And gave double portions. A lot of people forget that part. He had to pray for the people that were doing him wrong, treating him wrong, not supporting them. And then God blessed him because he truly understood the lesson of the story. Well, that no matter what people, no matter what people do, no matter how who don't support you, don't change you because when you don't change yourself, God will stay consistent with you because he can see that with the little that you can handle, that you can actually handle that. He'll bless you with a whole lot because you're not going to change up. God hates people that change up on them because it gets to the point where you're lying. You wasn't lying before, but now you're lying. You're now you lying to yourself. You, you, you can't even you can't even pray right now because you 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 lying. You like oh I'm so tired. No you're not. You're not tired enough to be on social media, TikTok, and on TV. God wants us to get to a point to be real with ourselves. Now, I think that's the, the the I guess the the biggest gist I want to just put out there with this topic is that God wants us to be real. And if you haven't been real with yourself, this is a time. If the pandemic, if you missed out, because a lot of people got the message during the pandemic, but maybe you weren't the one who got it. I want you to know, take some time, get away from everybody, look at yourself in the mirror and have a conversation because Sometimes you forget what you look like. Sometimes you forget your own image because you are running from you. Mm-hmm. And you got to get to the point of saying, you know what, God, I'm tired of running. I'm tired of going through the same stuff because God ain't going to keep keep elevating you if you stuck on a certain mode because you're not ready to receive what he's going to give you. He's not you're not he's not going to be able to expand in you if you still stuck on level two. He needs you on level 20, but you're still on two because you ain't got the lesson right. Remedial faith, like I preached on Sunday. We can't keep forgetting what God has done in our life for us to start getting selfish and and, and so stubborn and stuck in our ways. When God then showed you, hey, I got you. Stop tripping. Dr. Clay? <laughs> I was just thinking, you know, to, uh, you know, the saying that it says to thy own self be true. You know, you got to be true to who you really are. Um, because, I mean, if you don't know who you are, won't nobody else know it. Let me just say it like that. Um, you know, there's character that's in you, you know, your personality that's in you. And if you're striving to be something that you're not, then you're not true to who you are. So there's no way that you can be uh, real to people. There's no way that you can even show love to people. There's no way that e- you even know how to even uh, treat them the way that you really want to be treated because you don't know who you are. And so um, it really goes back to the basics of really you, period. You know, you are the one that has to be 
um, on display and you are the one that has to represent who you are representing who we supposed to be representing is Christ that's who we supposed to be represented but so many people get lost in that in that translation because they so so used to representing something else and so um Ooh, and that's, that's y'all the people shout out to all the people that be like if if you knew me back in the day and did it that's that you representing yourself just yeah, yeah. yeah you know you're, you're going like the people used to say you keep having a funeral when that person's supposed to have been dead and gone let that old gone. person be yeah. dead and gone let them yeah. be dead and gone and let your new Newness, new. Stop living. Stop living for dead things. Dead yeah. things gonna ever come back. Yeah. And one thing that I want people to know, because I always, I always thought this. I know other people think this, and if you don't, oh well, you learn something. So the thing that I've always used to wonder is like, how did the mothers know how my walk was with God? And I figured it out. The way you are with people, you for show the same way with God. So if you sometime me with people, you for sure sometime me with God. If you're not consistent with people, you're not consistent with God. Because how can you love a God that you cannot see and hate your brothers and sisters you do see? Mm-hmm. It's the same consistency. If you could love your brothers and sisters no matter what they do, yeah, you could love a God that you can't see. Yep. Well, it Amen. just goes back to that song. What's that song that um, what's his name? Jonathan? Is that his name? McReynolds. Yeah, that talks With about people. people. Yeah, people. Said, and at the end of it, he says, uh, "Deliver me." <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> and so yeah. what he said is, "Deliver me from the people that has all this that's going on." You know, you're gonna love them and everything, but deliver me from. Them. I don't need to carry on that that that. Um, heartache and everything that's coming my way from people that don't mean me any good. People that got all this craziness going on. God, deliver me. You know, I, I want to be who you want me to be, but deliver me from what the naysayers are saying. But deliver me, you know, because if you keep keeping yourself in a place where people, because, you know, people are going to say what they want to say. They're going to look at you however they want to look at you. It don't even matter. That's just people, you know. But as I always say, people are going to be people. And they're going to do whatever they want to do. They're going to be whoever they want to be. It doesn't matter. But the thing of us, we are all individuals and we are all specifically in the kingdom. And we're making up a beautiful blossom of a beautiful picture. And each one do what they have to do. Believe me, those that are not in that place and not doing as they should be doing to others, they will eventually somehow or another get in that place because they get tired. Of being and sick and tired of being sick and tired of sick and tired of being sick and tired of doing what they're doing. They get right. tired. And then they just say, God, here I am. Forgive me. Here I am, God. I, I need you. You know, they'll do that. But it's going to take something. It's going to take something to get them there. And I'll give you a prime example. I have a goddaughter right now that, um, uh, you know how the Bible says, God will reign on the just as well as the unjust? Well, I see that right in my face. And I have a goddaughter that um, my friend took in because she thought this was her granddaughter by blood by her son, only to find out, um, even though she adopted her to keep her from going into the system, only to find out later on that this was not even her blood. 
And so she kept on, you know, being the mother figure because her mother had got killed years ago, like when she was about five years old. And she she kept on, my friend kept on, you know, being this mother figure in her life, giving her things, treating her, bringing her up, all that kind of stuff. Now she's grown and she's grown and making her own decisions. Now, this woman, I poured into her. She done treated her good. She done gave her all that she can ever get. But now the reciprocation is not coming back. The reciprocation is she doesn't listen. She's being hard-headed. She wants to do whatever she wants to do. She done got all this money and ain't even trying to bless the woman who has poured into her, who has helped her in situations where she almost lost her life by somebody that cut her. And if they had to cut her a little deeper, she would have died. So, you know, she done did all this. And now this girl is doing whatever she want to do and ain't thinking about nobody else. But yet she's still going through and getting blessed still at the same time. But on the same token, I told her mom, I said, well, you know what? You got to let go and let God and let her continue to be where she's at and let God deal with her where she's at. Because if you keep taking on the responsibility and, and the stress that she keeps putting on you, you'll continue to get sick. So you got to let go, let God. So here's the point. The point is that even though she was treated right, she got all the upbringing right. She was brought up the way in the church. She was brought up with love. She was brought up with care. She still is not having that in her even right now. So if sometimes it don't matter how much you treat somebody. It's up to that individual. So it's it's a it is a self thing, but it's that individual. And at the end of the day, it's all about what you do. It's all about what you're doing. And God wants to bless us all, but sometimes we stop our own blessings because our stupidity. And so I just had to say that because, I mean, I look at that thing and I'm looking at it. She done got everything treated right, loved right, appreciated right, brought up right, everything. And not even being the, the blood, not even having a blood tie, but yet treated like you were blood, treated like you was their own. And yet now you're grown and you acting like this is a, somebody that, that you don't even really care about now. You talk to them, you cut somehow, you do everything else. So, you know, it's it's up to us. It's up to us. So, so I, I definitely have to just say this. That's so common. Um, if people read in the Bible about the prodigal son, you know how disrespectful that is for a, a child to come to a parent after sacrificing all these years and say, "Give me your, give me my inheritance." Mm-hmm. To get an inheritance, the person has to die. So mostly, you just go ahead and speed this process up. You dead to me. I want to go do what I want to go do. Mm-hmm. But the father showed treat somebody the way that he wanted to be treated. Because I, I always think of backstories. I'm like, what happened if that father had that same attitude and now he's reciprocating what he did to his own father? Because a lot of times it's patterns. And you understand where that person's mind is because sometimes you just don't think you don't yeah. put yourself in situations where you feel like I could think. And I feel like that's where we, we fall short is when we can't think of. I remember being dumb, young and dumb. Mm-hmm. I, I remember being mid age and, <laughs> and, and, and young and not, I'm youngish and dumb. And now that I'm, I'm, I'm getting older. It's just kind of like, yeah. It's no point of it anymore. But that took a process. It yeah. took a process of me learning lessons. And guess what? God loves you in your imperfections. Because guess what? Your imperfection, he'll use it for his glory. Mm-hmm. Because there's somebody that's going through the same path you're going through. 
just with a different name. And they're going to look for you when y'all cross paths. And hopefully you steer them the right way and not the same toxic way that you was exposed before. Because most people give pain that they were given back to other people because they're hurting. And it's not fair to give pain to other people. Especially because if you went through it, you think I'm going to like going through it too? And I'm speaking to parents. I'm speaking to children. I'm speaking through a lot of things. you got to be the difference. If you want to see a change, you got to be the change. Mm-hmm. Point blank, period. And with that being said, Barbie, you had anything before I close out? Uh, nah, you and Pastor Gray was just really speaking to me today. Like, literally, like, I mean... <laughs> I'm I'm just taking it all in because I've literally just dealt with a situation where I was done wrong. And the moment that I let that situation go and, you know, I continue to be good to other people, other people still saw the good in me. And this is where I am right now. <laughs> I'm on anointed radio, you know, and other things just continue to happen for me. And I just, I'm thankful, and I just know that I will, it, it's just coming from being a good person, being good to other people, and I'm just going to continue to do that. I'm going to continue to pass this message on to others. I'm going to continue to show support to other people, even if they don't show support to me, because it'd be the strangers that be the ones that show the most support. And, yeah. you know, I mean, honestly, I don't even care where we get the support from as long as we got the support. And, I can put a name to the face whenever I do cross that person's path. And mm-hmm. I mean, that's exactly what I'm just learning through all of this. And I'm just thankful to be on this journey with y'all. I appreciate it. And we enjoyed having y'all, having you too. I said, y'all. <laughs> <you too. laughs> um, exactly. With that being said, Adam, go ahead and play us out. And, um, um, Make sure you download Anointed Radio. I know we had some issues, but see, I told you the devil didn't want us to talk about this today because mm. there's no way. I had my whole little setup all nice, which I'm going to have to go back to the drawing board now. And um, just know that despite what you've done, God's going to always give you a chance to go make right. it wrong right again. Yeah. And that might be the key to your breakthrough. That might be the key to your blessing. And that might be the key to your happiness and your peace that you are looking for in your life. So until you make that wrong right, I'm going to pray for you that you get the courage and that you don't take too long because you deserve to live because tomorrow's not promised. Amen. 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 Make sure you follow Anointed Radio on all social media platforms at LV Anointed Radio. Make sure you follow us on podcasts everywhere. The title because Jay-Z be hating. Y'all already know that. <laughs> anyway, with that being said, it's way past my bedtime and I'm looking at man, but we had to get this done. And we got it done, y'all. So with that being said, um, you will keep seeing Boss Barbie coming out um, with her uh, clips and highlights and all that stuff. She has a lot more uh, sports related things that she'll be doing. You're going to see Dr. Clay. She's actually coming out with photography, y'all. So if you need headshots, Boss Barbie, and and, and, um, and, and camera work, 
go ahead and hit up Dr. Marvinetta Clay, where yes. she, she is doing photography, headshots, family pictures, all that good stuff. Make sure you hit her up. And she's doing custom dominoes. Because if you didn't see my dominoes, first of all, I ain't, I ain't showed them. I'm going to show them on one of the shows. <laughs> she made me custom dominoes so I could go to the picnic barbecue and throw down with my custom one. People can't steal them because they'll be like, ah, them were made for me. Thank you. Yes. Uh -huh. Yes, sir. So with that being said, much love. Remember to smile. And remember, common sense ain't common, so don't fault them. It's just they're showing you where they are, not where you are. All right? All right. All right. Bye, y'all.